On this episode, I struggle with explaining adulting tasks, and Jackson is just old and boring. Together, we discuss our relationship with our own parents and the effects of both growing up and old. Disclaimer. We are not experts in any particular field. Nothing in this podcast should be taken as medical or legal advice. Welcome to the 9 o'clock, the podcast that now has pretty buttons. I can make do this. Wah, wah. No, not wah, wah. That was... Yay! Yay! There they are. <laughs> I'm Gwena I'm Jackson Lathland. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jackson. Okay. So, um... Today... I, I did a very important thing today. What'd you do? I gave our accountants the stuff for our taxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is, now you are turning 40 this really year. Soon, yeah. Um, I just turned 38 and we have been doing our taxes as adults since we, you know, started earning income. Yes. Um, but for the most part, and this is true for both of us, we've never had to come off the 1040A, which is like the basic tax form. For most of our lives, we got to use the simplified tax form, the 1040EZ, and we just filed it through uh, TurboTax. Uh, this year, however, we started a business. It's doing pretty well. And we are our taxes are complicated. And so I'm going back and forth with our accountant, who, by the way, is also my mom. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's not our accountant, but she is helping us uh, gather the the paperwork so we can fill it out properly. But, yeah, uh, I had to give her all the paperwork and she was asking me questions and like I had to fish stuff out. And what was really mind blowing to me is I knew the answers to those things. Well, that's that's a good start. What's funny is uh, I spoke to her on the phone earlier to because uh, she was wanting a couple of things from me. Yeah. And then she kind of went off on a rant uh, telling me to prep because she's she's in tax mode and she's going to have all these questions for us. And she knows it's going to cause you and her to butt heads. And so she was warning me <laughs> and all this. And then I was like, eh, we'll be fine. Yeah. Like just if you're worried about it, if, if you're worried about uh, like causing my wife anxiety just just call me and tell me and i'll break the news to her <laughs> now now here's here's what's here's what's funny is my mom and i are very very similar people mm-hmm. to the point that we don't we tend to struggle trying to work together we can be very amicable we can have hours long discussions about stuff but if we're f- task focused yeah we 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 aren't friendly about stuff we get petty <laughs> Yeah, I've seen this before. <laughs> we get petty about stuff. I know this game. <laughs> but you, you on the other hand, you have always worked pretty well with your parents. Well, no, not always with your dad. That's been yeah. a fairly recent, like... I'll be honest. Well, yeah, here's the thing is is my my biological dad and I, we never really, other than maybe like a, a, a dad son golf game or something when i was 12 right we uh we never really had scenarios where we had to work together it was he would give me a task to do and i would go do the task go do the thing go the yard whatever it is <laughs> my stepdad on the other hand uh is a i don't know what kind of personality to call him but he he can be a very blunt force hammer yeah in search of a nail kind of personality yeah and everything looks that. like a nail 
<laughs> and so uh, where we end up butting heads is if I know a thing and he doesn't want me to know more than he does about a thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I've, so I've seen this play out too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I learned a long time ago with him that the trick for me with him was I, I figured out when, when I was a teenager, the best thing to do with him is to approach every scenario as if I'm a student. And he's a teacher. Even if you know full well, you know more than he does. Not only that, even if I know what he's telling me is wrong. <laughs> just nod and say, yeah, uh-huh. just like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And then I'll even ask him questions to expand on something that I already know the answer to. Wait, so as a teenager, you learn to be conflict avoidant. How are you not more conflict avoidant on the whole? I don't get that. <laughs> I learned to be conflict avoidant with that one person. With that one person. So yeah. it's it's a case by case basis. I think for so. You. Yeah. Because you will fight anything verbally. Like yeah, you're not that's... you're not one to tear up the fisticuffs, but I'll tell you what it was with him when I was you'll young. Argue everything. Yeah, when I when I was a kid, I think what 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 it drove me to that with him was fear. He he was uh, like well, I already described his personality, so you can understand why as a teenager I might be afraid of risk averse with yeah. my stepdad. But that's not to say he he wasn't abusive. He wasn't an angry person. Right. He just He's... he was he was a brick wall. Yeah. And and when he put his wall up, there was just no getting around it. You had to just leave it for a few days and let it right. fall back down and then, then try again. Right. Um, so I didn't find myself pushing his buttons as often. And I learned really quickly, I think by accident, that if I treated him like a teacher rather than than an equal, yeah, he treated me completely different. And I liked how he treated me after that. All right. So that's how we found a way to get along. Now, today, you had to go over to help your dad. Uh-huh. Uh, which is not something that you've had the opportunity to do, mainly because up until recently, you worked a full-time job with an hour one-way commute. Right. Well, and and to be fair, too, up until just a couple of years ago, he did, too. Yeah. Because he just retired just a couple retired, of years ago. Yeah. yeah. So did it, feel, did it feel different for you having to go over there in a form of... This wasn't just... Now, he's asked you to come over there because he, he restored a 1976... 72. 72 Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Yep. And he's the original owner, but then yeah. it, it fell into kind of disrepair in storage for a long time. And so he fully restored it. And he asked you to come over to help with specific things, but it wasn't because he couldn't. It was because he wanted you to come over and help with the car. I, I think to some degree that's true. Um, but well, and the, the reason I, I make that distinction is because this time he asked you to come over to help because for various reasons, um, his age, his health, the thing that had to be done, he literally couldn't, there, there was no possible way for him to accomplish these tasks that he needed help with. Was that weird for either of you knowing that he was in a point where help was not an optional thing he was yeah. Like like seeking out. This was thing if he didn't ask someone to help him it was not going to get done. Did that feel weird for either of you? You think? A little bit. Yeah. Um so yeah, y- you set that up perfectly. I anytime I have done any kind of uh, a task with him whether it's it's been as a teenager when he'd have me go mow the yard or something. It's it's been to help him do something, but yeah, in a way it has always been something we both do. Right. So like, like, yeah, 
your presence w- might speed it along, might make it go a little more efficiently, but right. he didn't technically need your help. He was just requesting it for the sake of working with his son or getting it done faster or whatever. And, and this has been since your adulthood. Yeah. And, and well, yeah. And, and even when I was younger, it was, you know, it, it, it may have been what we would call a, a chore. Right. But uh, there, there would be some reason behind it. Yeah. Um, at that, as far as what you were saying, you know, working with him the first time around on the car or the, or the first couple of times, um, and now I, I did become kind of known in my family as a bit of an electrician when it comes to vehicles, right? which, which is what I specialized in. So I think there was a part of that, that he wanted my specialty, which is sure. actually gratifying to know that he thought of me that way. Right. As my dad. <laughs> like, huh, I bet my son knows how to do this. Right. Um, but yeah, I think also he would use it as an opportunity for us to just hang out. And and of course he would because we'd sit and chat the whole time. Yeah. Like he wouldn't he wouldn't just leave me to the task and then walk away. Like he right. would hang out there with me and start asking me about stuff. So this was different um in that it was it was twofold. Not only was he physically unable to do what he needed to get done, yeah. um because of of some recent not serious medical stuff, but medical stuff that's that's gone on. He just he can't get down on his hands and knees right now. Um, and there was he 100 percent had zero frame of reference for how to complete this particular task. It's it's about his kitchen and elect- electricity. Yeah. Yeah. I literally had to get into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll leave the details out. But yeah, yeah that's essentially what it was. Yeah. It, it It was it was an odd thing. Well, and it like you said, my. uh my 40th birthday is coming right up and it's one of those things where I suddenly realize, oh, wow, I'm, uh, I am 40. Yeah. And then my dad acknowledging something like that. It's, yeah. I still walk around the world thinking I'm 22. Yeah. You know what I mean? In yeah. my head until somebody or until I do something that points it out to me that, oh yeah, you're, you're not 22. Have you I tried s- tying your own shoe recently? Have you, you have are. You, have you accidentally <laughs> stepped on a slightly sloped part of the yard and felt like you were going to blow your knee out? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's very relevant to this conversation actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's one of those things where it just kind of dawned on me like, oh, I'm getting to the point now where. I'm going to be the person on this part of the family that he seeks out yeah, to do certain things. It's like, oh, okay. So this, this is new to me. Yeah. He, it's he kind of a good got, feeling, but it's a weird feeling too. Your dad got super lucky in that he has, he's got a total of five kids. Um, two from his, uh, second wife who is not your mom. So it's your stepmom Correct. and three boys from his first wife who is your mom. Yeah. And all three of his uh, blood-born boys are actually really good at very specific things. Right. <laughs> so, like... Well, and it just so happens all of those things happen to be useful to my father. At this moment, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my younger brother is, a, is actually an amazing painter and yeah. and, 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 and construction and Construction stuff. painting, yeah. not like... Not he, like, like art painting, although yeah. he is a bit of an artist even at yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in fact, he was just talking about that today that, you know, man, when we were working on the shed last year, I couldn't believe how meticulous he was. Like yeah. he really takes it serious. Yeah. And I've always said, I, I've always tried to tell my little brother, you have got to start a business doing what you do. I don't think the competition would have a chance against you. Did I tell you that, uh, your brother silently shamed me no. when I, when I told him about the paint job that we did 
in here. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah. He gave me the look. Like, oh, why didn't you guys call why me? Why didn't you call me? Well, you live a half hour from us. and Right. And my ADHD said now. Yeah, literally. That day we... <laughs> We we did some shopping and you found some paint and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, future project. We get home and you're like, um, we're putting the tarp down now? <laughs> yeah. Did you think dinner was coming? No, we're painting. <laughs> it just kind of happened. That's that's true. And then the next day I was like, hey, I'm going to paint another wall a different color. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It did happen that way. That's, that's how projects work in our house. Um, did he understand that? No. You, you, didn't, you didn't even get a chance to explain no, that, did you? No, <laughs> no. I got the... And he he's your little brother at that. Yeah. He's uh he's two years younger than me and I'm two years younger than you. Um yeah, nah, I I got in trouble. Your, your little brother was was lovingly mad at me for the wall thing. Yeah, he's got to be used to it by now because my older brother is he's one of these guys that is fine with there's there's no like it must be done perfect or right. not at all with him. He will just do whatever he has to do to get the job done. Yeah, this is your older brother. Yes. You're, now, you're getting confusing with the pronouns. There's right. lots of he's because you have two brothers. That's that's not to say that he's not good at his actual job. He's very good at his actual right. job. But your older brother is a jack of all trades. Like he's, Yeah, in a way. That's a good way to put it. He's good at a lot of things. Or at the very least, he's got a lot of knowledge about a lot of things. Right. That, that can be useful. But he's also really realistic. Like, look, I can do like super base level. Anything beyond this, you probably need to go past past me but for most projects especially those for your dad like base level is enough well put it this way as far as the work we did here my older brother would look at this and say yeah it looks great this is better than i would have done perfect great yeah. keep keep on trucking then you you've seen his uh he put down laminate flooring in his living room i have yeah, he did that job i have seen that job that is of course uh you know what works the floor is covered <laughs> yeah that's pretty much the, the goal there the goal so he's I don't know. It's it, he he does not latch himself to I guess you could say material things the way my little brother does. Right. And like and put importance on them. So, I ultimately we we kind of derailed talking about your brothers there. But ultimately, how do you think your experiences with your stepdad being your stepdad and mm -hmm. your dad being your dad have shaped your understanding of fatherhood? Now, that's that's a uniquely nuanced, tough question to answer. It's 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 a good thing I prepped you for it. And everything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's well, it's one of those questions where obviously everyone's going to have a different feeling and answer to that. So right. for me, I think the way it's prepped me is my experiences with both of them, the good and the bad. Some of those things have stuck with me in my memory. And there are times where when the little ones will start to uh, to remind me of those memories. Yeah. I'll remember what what good or bad thing happened. And it suddenly dawns on me that they are my children. We had an example. Uh, we were talking the other day. I was out outside with them a lot for the whole day. And uh, our youngest daughter. The girl spent, child. Yeah, the girl child. She spent the majority of the time swinging. She loves the swing. She does love it. And and she just figured out how to do it. She can do it all by herself. Yeah. And I sat out there and just watched her. And she was facing the sun for a, a probably a half hour, squinting and, and like blocking the, the light from her eyes. She'd, she'd flip her hair down so it would block the sunlight. Right. She finally got fed up with it after a while, stopped, got off the swing, 
turned around and faced the other direction and started swinging again. Right. And it was, it was such a, I don't know why, but for me, I saw that and it was a, it was a grown up thing to do yeah. in my head. Yeah. And then I watch her and she's so little. Yeah. And, and so what I realized was every time I think of my dad or, or, or in this case, dad's when I'm experiencing time with them, I suddenly see them the same way I imagine they saw me. Right. Does that make sense? Kind of. So in a, in a way, I think what I'm doing is I'm sharing a moment with them that I believe my dad's shared with me at some point. Right. And it, it changes how I, in the moment anyway, it, it gives me warm and fuzzies, I guess. <laughs> yeah. For a moment because it, it's, it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's a generational thing. It's one of those things where as a dad, you look forward to those moments. Right. But you're never sure when those moments are going to come. Right. And then it suddenly dawns on you, at least for me, it suddenly dawns on me that, oh, you know what? I remember doing this with my dad. Right. My dad must have been thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's, there, there's a point where it, it has certainly made me realize that my, all of my parents are not the infallible people I believed they were when I was a child. Right. As I've gotten older, I've, their, their humanity has become more real to me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Do you feel that that is more true as their vulnerability is also beginning to show with their age and health? I mean, both your parents are into their 70s at this point. Well, your mom, not quite. Close enough. Close enough. I mean, yeah, yeah it's well, that's again, that's another one of those very esoteric questions that. Uh, Hitting deep here on the nine o'clock. Right. Um, yeah, it 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 certainly makes you think about how much time you've got left yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and what you want to do with that time and, and your own health. And yeah, it's, it's one of those things now where I'm becoming more aware of those things in us Yeah, as, as our own kids get older. I mean, they're yep. their grandparents. It's not going to be very long before they've got great grandchildren. Right. Potenti- well, potentially for, for me, I'm aware of where my I don't want to call them failings necessarily, but where my hangups on my own health and wellness come in are really thrown into sharp light when I have to go help my mom move a couch. Right. A couch that I, at 38, can move by myself. Right. She can't. And that's that's not to say that, well, she's less capable. Of, no. Her age and her lifestyle means she can't move that couch anymore. She yeah. She lives by herself and she needs help. And that's fine. I'm perfectly happy to go over and help move a couch. But it it really throws into sharp light because I feel like we happen to exist in what I think is a very common middle ground of being older parents of little kids. So you're getting up on 40, I'm 38, and we have three-year-olds. Right. And that is not an uncommon, like, age split. Like, when our parents were young, they had us in their early to mid twenties. Oh yeah. Um, and I had one child in my early twenties and then waited another 11, 11 years. So we periodically tease each other. Like we could have been done. In 14 year old, we could have <laughs> yeah. been done by the time we were in our fifties, but no, Jack wanted his own kids. <laughs> That's not why we had children, but <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm very aware as I watch my parents just age, nat- well, my parent and your parents, yeah, uh, just age naturally, gracefully. They are, knock on wood, in good health for their age. Um, I don't even like that qualifier. It's just 
For, pretend I didn't say that. They're in good health. Um, they're in good enough health. We'll they're in, they're in good enough health, but yeah. there are some things that just the passage of time makes hard. <laughs> well, and I think that's bringing it back to your, your original question. I think that is kind of what made it surprising with my dad. Yeah. Is he has always been in pretty good health and he's actually been in better health since he retired. Yes. Like that's, that was something striking. Like he did he not really let himself his, go. Yeah. No, he really took it serious. Um, Him and, and then, those salads, they got serious. Yeah. Well, and the running. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was surprising to see a 65 year old man going for like five mile jogs every right. night. Right. And, and this a guy is a who guy was a truck driver who never did that. Never, yeah. ever did that. And yeah. he spent a lot of his time driving trucks, which yeah. trust me for those out there who've never done it before is a workout. Yeah. Those, um, those, those trucks. Just We're talking eighteen wheeler, yeah. yeah. Just steering them is hard, yeah. Um, but uh, he he was a, I mean, he was he was he was active enough. I mean, I've yeah. I've seen pictures of him, and he was he was never a, a big guy. You, I mean, I say with all love and respect, you are well sizable uh, compared to him at his largest. Not just him. You've seen all the 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 male figures in all sides of my family and i am an anomaly yes in that you are dorito shaped yeah and yeah yeah even when i have been at my best um i still i still did not look physically like yeah like in fact at my best i was an imposing figure yes yeah compared to my brothers yeah my brothers are both thinner and and skinny you fluffy you with your dorito shaped i mean you're just triangular yeah um my lats (laughs) but yeah i i've i've been i've become very aware of my own health and well-being um our our kids are working on potty training and so there's still diaper changes that happen and i tried to get up off the floor the way I've been able to get up off the floor for ages and sometime right around my birthday, I couldn't get up off the floor without using my hands somehow. <laughs> like I, I couldn't just pull my leg up and stand up. And there's here, here's what I am fully aware of. There's no reason that should be like, I'm not old enough. My hips and my knees aren't torn up enough that I should have to balance myself, even just on the floor and push up with my hand. I shouldn't have to do that. And now I'm looking at, our parents. And so we've got littles and we've got parents and, and they're both on opposite ends of needing our physical presence. And I'm like, mm, I need to fix this so I can respond to both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually found that today. Uh, cause I, I, while I was over there, I went ahead and changed the oil in his car and his creeper, which is the little rolly, rolly uh, thing that thing, goes under the car. Right. Yeah, that, that, that mechanics lay on. It's like 80 years old and it's wood. <laughs> yeah, it was my grandfather's. And he's like, here, use this. And I was, no, <laughs> I am not using that. Right. So I got down on the concrete on my back, which yeah. is fine. I just, that is whatever. Did the job. And then I went to cr- crawl out and realized, like, I didn't want to get on my knees. Yeah. I was struggling. <laughs> well, and it was a tight, it was a tight fit. Right. Uh, where, where we were to the front of the vehicle, the way he mm-hmm. had it parked in there. So I didn't, I didn't want to use the, the, the vehicle because it's like a year old. Right. And uh, I didn't want to use it to pull myself up, especially in front of him. Um, so <laughs> he asked you over there to help and you're like, I will not show my vulnerability to my dad. <laughs> yeah, because he's counting on me. Wait, I do have to pause you mid story, though. We will pick this up. It's it's like a cliffhanger, but I need to say other words without you. Go away. Okay.
yeah, I, uh, so I ended up getting on my knees and then I had to like force myself to try and stand up in place yeah. without putting my hands all over everything. <laughs> yes, I didn't want to show off my vulnerability because yes, I'm there because he's counting on me to do a job. <laughs> I, I don't know. I know it's wrong. It's not, it's, it's no, backwards, but. I don't think it's wrong. I think it's just fascinating. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of bravado. It is. Um, But yeah, so. I just, I felt it in my knees when I was uh, standing up and I was like, oh, and I had to hold my breath so I didn't make that grunting sound. <laughs> just, just a second ago, I reached over for my uh, headphones that were yeah, sitting across the I don't know the what that sound was. It was kind of like a, <laughs> <laughs> it was a completely un- involuntary sound. I was like, why did I just make that? I thought it was funny. Shut up. Hey, I've made those sounds for longer than you have at this point. <laughs> Yeah, but I, being an adult is hard. It's it would you you almost have to look at it like life is a box that unfolds in front of you. It's not like it opens in front of you. It's just I don't know, or, or not a box even. It's it's something. I was gonna say that is the worst analogy ever. Life is a box that only has like four sides. I, I guess what I'm getting at is is like. You almost have to look at the different sections of your life as something to be explored because every time you, every time, and you don't know when it's going to happen, but when you enter right. a new phase or an, a, a new moment, right? you almost have to go in with, with uh, instead of with anticipation, you almost have to go in with curiosity Yeah, because you just don't know what, what's going to become. So, but, but you also have to avoid approaching with skepticism. So there's right. like this middle ground, right? Like when we were young, everything was new. All the experiences were fresh. So as we would enter these new stages of our lives, we would like dive in head first regardless of whether there was water in the pool because we were young and spry and stupid. And so we figured we'd bounce right back. Yeah, you know, yeah, it exactly. was okay. And then as we entered our thirties into our forties, we got a lot more trepidatious, but we're still very curious. We're like, Ooh, what's around that corner? Ooh, what's over there? <laughs> Hold on just a sec. Let me uh, see if I can pop my back back into place and I'll hobble on over there. I feel like, there there does come a point where you have to be really careful approaching this this box of yours um, because you can get to the point where you're very jaded and skeptical. Oh, whatever's over there. It doesn't even matter. I don't care anymore. Yeah. It's just going to be another pile of mess that I don't want to deal with. Like, I don't I don't know how to avoid that. Your parents have managed to avoid it. For the most part, your stepdad's been having some struggles recently. <laughs> well, I remember and and I know there are. Almost everybody I I've ever talked to anyway has had this common thought when they were young, especially when they were like a teenager. Yeah. If I ever live past sixty, I'm not sure I want to live much past sixty. I'm I'm guilty. I don't think sixty was my well, target mark. Or, but... or, or pick a number in there. Right. But the, the closer I get to that number, they're like, no, no, no absolutely, I want all of that. I want That's all of, of mine. I don't. <laughs> I want. I. How many more can I get after that? Let's yeah. take those two. Yeah. Yeah, I'm only halfway there. Right. That's how I want to view it. Right. No, I, I'm not in midlife yet because if 38 plus 38, no, that's not enough time. That's yep. only 76 and I want more than that. Every, so. I figure every 10 years I'll revisit this thought of, oh, hey, I'm halfway there. Right. <laughs> next year or next decade, it'll be 50 and I'll be like halfway there. Halfway there. there. You know what though? With, with medical technology, if it continues the way it does, no, it honey, may be we, possible. We live in America. We can't afford that. <laughs> who says we'll still live in america in 10 I years i don't know i don't know <laughs> but 
yeah, no, adulting is weird. Like I filed my taxes and you went over to help change your dad's oil and do some work around the house. And yeah, I, here's what's weird for me about all of that is that's just things we know how to do for various reasons. Like yeah. I, my mom was asking for specific information about the business and paperwork. And I'm like, oh, I have that. Like I had the foresight a year and a half ago to keep that. So I could to, access to it again. Log it to long-term memory. Right. Well, yeah. and no, no, no. I'm like the physical document. Like, oh, I, did you? I knew that I had to keep this specific document. And you I, remembered where you kept it? You didn't have to look for it? No, I totally had to look okay. for it. That's why I was in the room for an hour. But I kept it. <laughs> no, don't give me too much credit here. I, I completely lost it, but I knew I still had it. And that's what's important. But like, like all of that information w- was there. Like I knew that the startup of the LLC, I needed to keep the paperwork on that. And that's what my mom specifically needed for the, whatever she was doing for our taxes. And I was like, how, how did I know to put that away? Like, how did, how did I know the numbers that she needed? How did I know today we enrolled our littles in preschool and it took me what, 20 minutes. And most of that was filling out the form twice. Yeah. Um, but I, I knew how to get our electric bill. I knew how to get all of their identifying information. I knew how to get their shot records. Uh, like being an adult is weird because it's stuff that if I were to have to explain to somebody how you do that, I would struggle to come up with the steps that I completed to do these tasks. Well, it's, it makes me think of, uh, I don't know the exact quote, so I want to, I want to just make it up as if I said it first. <laughs> That's you know you're getting older. You know you know you've reached old enough age. I don't know how to put it. You know you've gotten old when you get excited about shopping for curtains and wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. So, so drop in whatever you want in, right. into those two places, placeholders. But no, no, I'm really excited. When you're excited about six... trees, or when you're excited about plants, like uh, you've yeah. you've reached adulthood officially. Yes. When when you start wandering through your house thinking about, uh, oh, you know what? Those door hinges would look better if they were like brushed nickel. <laughs> we just had that conversation that we want to change the door hinges. I know. Um, you, you know it's official though when you start having thoughts like that, rather than right. you know what I want to do this weekend? I want to go to the arcade. Right. Which we've also done as an adult. Which we did actually do that not too long ago. We went to the arcade for my birthday. And um, it was not as fun as I remember. It was it. not as fun as I remember it. No. <laughs> nope. Now, this is no shade. The uh, the up down. It's over in um, the Plaza District in Oklahoma City. Yeah. It was itself fantastic. They had ski ball. Oh, yeah. They had a ton of video games. They had we didn't partake in any of the um, adult beverages, but they had a full service bar there. Right. They, sold, they served pizza. And they were all legit arcade games. This was not mock arcade games. This was the originals. The cabinets and everything. Now, they had a couple built cabinets that were actually running um, N64 games. Okay. But most of them were legit. I mean, Galaga was in there, Pac-Man, Super Mario, um, the Area 51 shooting game. Yeah, that was fun. It was was fine. The, The facility was fantastic. So when we say it wasn't as fun, it's not because the place we went to didn't do their job. Yeah. They were fantastic. We just got really bored <laughs> really quick. Well, and with and the arcade experience. This is not an ageist comment whatsoever. We went in there thinking that this place was going to be in large part appealed to us and realized that we were 20 years the elder of right. most of the people in there. Which which I'm I'm 
I'm thrilled that Gen Z was like, yes, old school video games. But I think that's Keep it. That I, alive. I think there's a nostalgia that is exciting for them. Yeah. In a because place like that. And they, we grew up on this stuff. We, yeah. So it's, well, and now here's what I will say is Up Down was fantastic. Yeah. I really liked it, but it, st- it didn't give me the arcade feel of when I was a my kid. youth. Yeah. Right. It wasn't dark enough. The carpet wasn't like oddly patterned. And That's true. it didn't have the smell kind of sticky. Yeah. Um, the the tokens still had texture on them. They weren't worn <laughs> yeah, totally they, smooth. Looked like they'd been run over by a train. There wasn't like the weird running Christmas lights inside the tube. Right. Because, you know, our childhood was before the days of LED lighting strips. I think you're thinking of the uh, Le Mans Speedway. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, it I'm was. I think the arcade. Yeah. That yes. Place. The, the one in the mall. Yep. Um, it didn't have the, the weird running lights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it we, did smell like pizza. That was one of the correct. They did smells. have a pizza, uh, they, a they little sold, kitchen They sell yeah. pizza by the slice. So they did have the pizza smell, but it didn't also smell like 16 day old grease for frying the fries. But again, I wonder, did our parents perceive our arcade the same way we just did that one? Right. They would take us. Right. Because I mean, they had arcades yeah. in the seventies then. Um, my dad enjoyed going to the arcade when he was little yeah, yeah. and yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he looked at our arcade and went, nope, this isn't it. Yeah. Y'all this missed. Is, this is different. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, but all the same, it's, uh, so what did we do afterward? We uh, went and shopped at adult, like not adult stores, but we went and shopped, <laughs> we went and shopped like adults Yeah. for your birthday instead, like yes. afterward. Yep. And found enjoyment in that. Yes. Yes, we absolutely <laughs> so, did. So <laughs> we, we we learned a valuable lesson. We went to a boring store and we bought boring things. Yeah. <laughs> That's the valuable lesson we, we learned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we had an opportunity to spend several more hours in an arcade and it didn't meet with our standards of crappy arcades we grew up with yep. in the mall. And we're like, you know what? Let's go look at coffee makers. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We I don't know why. There, we stood there staring at a coffee maker going, well, we kind of just got this other one. Yeah, but this one has this one function that we'll use maybe twice a year. Yeah. We ended up not buying it, but that was fun. That was, I, <laughs> adulting is so weird. Again, we, we, we walked around and looked at uh, curtains and wallpaper. Curtains and wallpaper. <laughs> And this weekend, we really are going to change the hinges on our front door. Yeah. More than the front door. I've already already got the hinges. Yeah. We move the bedrooms, too. <laughs> it's the antique copper. Yeah. We're, we're going with antique copper. Um, I'm tired of the doors creaking. Yeah. Yeah. No. And see, and that's a petty complaint. It's a very first world problem. I will acknowledge our privilege here in that the squeaky doors being a thing we feel the need to address is a very first world privileged problem. I get it. But I still don't want the doors to squeak. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I, guess, I, I guess our parents experienced something similar to that. I'm sure they did. Point. I don't I don't know what that looks like for them. You know, it's I need to have that conversation with my dad. Yeah. To be honest. This is a good podcast topic for him. Right. I'll never get him to come on our podcast, but no. I can at least take the topic and go uh, chat with him. Go about chat it with see, him about it. See if uh, see if there's some uh, some linear comparisons between well, me and, and his dad and then me and him. Now you have the opportunity 
to uh so with my work schedule changing slightly because of some upcoming projects mm-hmm. you've decided that you are going to make a concerted effort to take the littles to the grandparents like every week every week yeah. this summer because they start school in august yeah. um so our opportunity to see them is going to be reduced again to weekends right um now that everyone is vaccinated who can be vaccinated um uh, some of the risk is lifted where we've all gotten kind of used to the precautions. It is safe to go visit the grandparents regularly and we're going to, we're going to seize it as much as we can. So you'll have plenty of opportunity to chat with him. Yeah. Hey, growing up, at what point did you realize you were boring as beep? (laughs) Because we just came to that realization not too long ago and are comfortable with this in, in ourselves. Well, it, okay. I have a sensor, but, I have that. Why did I just manually like audibly beat myself? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the it's the purple one. Remember, it's, it's the purple it's one. It's the purple one. <laughs> yeah, you got the F in there too. <laughs> did I? It's okay. It bleeped. <laughs> okay, yeah. sorry. Enough playing with our equipment. <laughs> well, is that it? That's it. Did we finish the episode? I think so. I don't, no, we I don't can't. Know what no, our no, conclusion no. Was. We have to. We have to go one more because we cannot end the episode with me. <laughs> that's not. No, that's not a good way to end the episode. Like, there's, there's got to be one more thing to say. They're agreeing. You. Now we're just goofing off at the end of the episode. One more thing to say. Um, what did we learn from this episode? absolutely nothing we're old and boring like our parents yeah pretty much so essentially we all become our parents eventually no that's not right that's not right (laughs) (laughs) that that long awkward pause no that that wasn't right okay well we didn't learn anything except that we are not our parents but we are still old and boring like our parents so figure that out bye everyone This has been a production of Pleasant Peasant Media. For questions, suggestions, professions of adoration, or to discuss sponsorship opportunities, email info at pleasantpeasantmedia.com.